With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, I don't know if you guys were aware of this. What? It is. A football Friday. That's right. Yeah. 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 Friday night. Take those. Take those. Football Friday. It is a uh, it is a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. Always a fun and joyous time, despite the middle fingers that were thrown up two minutes into the show. Uh, but we are off and running here, and uh, you know we must we must start with you know just some real confidence, real confidence and support being shown by a recent hire. Because let me tell you something: if you thought Robert Sala trying to sell you on Zach Wilson as his starting quarterback with something, you ain't heard nothing yet. Here was Robert Sala talking about the hire of his brand-new offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. When it came back to a certain checklist that I was trying to go through, just checking boxes on what we were looking for with regards to this next offensive coordinator, just kept circling back to him. He checks every box. Really, really excited about this, uh, being able to get Nathaniel here. There's a lot of strengths uh, with him. Uh, his commitment to complimentary football, the the experience, the innovative teacher. He's got he's got a laundry list of stuff that uh, we're all really, really excited about. He's got a proven history of being able to develop a heck of a run game uh, in every stop that he's ever been in. Got a proven track record of tremendous relationships with all the quarterbacks that he's ever worked with. And he's gotten great head to head success with all the quarterbacks that he's worked with. I mean, Relax. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. That was the missing piece. Hmm. That was the missing piece. And now Nathaniel so, Hackett's so going to come in. He's the quarterback whisperer he's needed for Zach Wilson. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know, <laughs> you right? Yeah. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett also, uh, according, <laughs> I mean, you according to Robert Sala, he said that, you know, the plan is they're going to bring in a veteran quarterback, but, you know, he's still standing behind Zach Wilson. That's that's still his guy here. So okay. it, it's interesting. I mean, you, I, want, I would love to have Robert Sala as my coach because that guy would throw some support behind me. Hmm. Even in my downtime. So apparently, uh, Brady Quinn, your New York Jets, a one-time member of the New York Jets, have found themselves in OC, and we are off and running. Off and running. 
So the first thing I saw when I saw this news being reported was the media stepping up, stating their very complimentary um, view on the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett with the Jets. I mean, I'm not going to name names. It got to the point where I was like, okay, here we are. Uh, I've said this to you guys before. Throughout the course of the season, was anyone as complimentary of the Jets and their team and the way they would defend Zach Wilson and the way they tried to defend this team when they went into a tailspin? When I tried to tell people, that's what I kind of foresaw happening. They're a young team, talented but young, and they were going to try to rely on a lot of young players to step up and make the playoffs. And the quarterback situation was not good there. So we've seen this story before. We've seen how, I don't know if it's the relationship that Robert Sala has with the media. I don't know if it's the front office and the relationship they have with the media or if it's the New York Jets. And, and, and there's so many people who are around that organization that are dying for them to be successful and dying for all the people who are there to maintain the job. Because you do feel like going into this year, if they don't figure this out, they could be one of those teams you're looking at with the new head coach in 2024, right? Yeah. I mean, that's how I see it, at least. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm, I'm watching all of this. And I'm going, what is going on? It, it came off like a coordinated effort that you like see on Twitter. You know, when you get all those bots who are like, you know, you, you say, um, you know, whatever you're like, you know, well, I'm hungry for a hamburger. Next thing you know, you see all these different ads for like a hamburger pop up in your email or pop up like Twitter or something else. I'm going, why are there so many people who are being so complimentary about this hire? And it wasn't because, look, Nathaniel Hackett is, by all accounts, a great guy. Everyone will say that about him. He's a great guy. He does have good relationships with his players. He is unique in the manner in which he coaches. But there wasn't one media person, not one, that pointed out the fact that he has struggled as a play caller. There was one that actually the only thing he did point out to me was his one year that he actually really excelled as a play caller. And that was the year in uh, 2017, I believe, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like that was the one thing he pointed out. What about about 2017, the Jaguars? I'm like, well, wasn't that Leonard Fournette? I mean, didn't Fournette have one of his best years of his career running the football? Was that Nathaniel Hackett? But you you go back to the years in Green Bay, he wasn't, he wasn't calling plays. And so, the one year he's got really to hang his hat on is 2007 with the Jacksonville Jaguars and Blake Bortles, which I guess you'd say that was his best season. But I, I just sounds like I look you're at it in your shot. Uh, well, I, I don't know about that, but I, but what I'm doing is I'm just trying to paint a more objective picture to it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the objective side of it is, and this is what one of the media members had said to me. I said, "Help me understand." where all the compliments and everything's coming from. And eventually we got to the point where he said to me, if Robert Sala's in the hot seat, what, like, who else was he going to hire? What offensive coordinator is available, has a track record, has experience doing it, that you could hire and not feel like you're experimenting if you've got one year to prove yourself? Mm. I'm like, valid point. You know, I, I can't think of many other names off the top of my head of guys who are a young budding star but to have a track record and could leave their current OC position to then come be offensive coordinator for the Jets. Like you can't move for a lateral move in the NFL. You have to move up if you want to leave. So anyone you're, you're bringing on is going to be a guy who's probably unproven. 
and might be a great offensive mind, but you don't really know, and you might go through some growing pains there. So I can understand why Robert Sala hired Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett will have a good relationship with Zach Wilson. Um, you know, he's he's called plays before. He's he's going to try to you know do exactly what Robert Sala wants him to do. And then the final piece is, if they are putting together a package to get Aaron Rodgers, doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt to have a guy that he's familiar with, an offensive system he's familiar with, to then go try to lure him away and maybe you know make a trade with the Green Bay Packers if they're thinking that in the back of their head. Mm. Why couldn't they just hire him? And let that be it. You know what I mean? Like, why can't you just make a hire of a coordinator and let that be it? The the sell job just reeks of an organization that's sensitive. Am I wrong, by the way? Did you guys notice the same thing? 100%. It's been all year, though. But, like, all the the pushback you got because you you were talking about the Jets schedule. Like, all of that. And and it was like, if you made one comment about the Jets, all of a sudden people got bombarded with uh, what's it? It was almost like you were speaking out against the COVID vaccine or something. Like, people just couldn't handle it. And they went just. Not that the Jets' ownership has anything to do with the Johnson. Well, no, not at all. (laughs) One and done with that one, by the way. Way. Uh, but it just like, the whole thing was it, it just reeks of an organization that's sensitive. They know that they've been the doormat of the NFL and the butt of jokes for years and years and years. And they can they can try and sell everybody on Nathaniel Hackett all they want. Fact of the matter is, the problem wasn't the quarter quarter quarterback or coordinator rather. The problem was the quarterback. The defense was fine. They've got the rookie of the year who's up for the the award. They've got the defensive rookie of the year potentially. Like the roster is growing. They're in a good place they did win games once hall went out with the injury against denver you saw that the team went in a different direction to me this just is like them selling everybody on nathaniel hackett but if you don't land a quarterback you're still back to the same point that's that's so the you're part saying they still have to land a quarterback yes oh wow I don't think I don't think a coordinator was the issue with Zach Wilson. He everybody to to a man everybody says he works really hard he shows up puts the time in it's the fact that it became a thing Robert Sala made it a thing and then Zach Wilson started to melt down publicly and then he started to get the yips or whatever you want to call it they can say well you know it's it's the coordinator and and try and make whatever excuse they want this has got to be a play for Rodgers Uh, it has to be oh wow well I mean Woody came out and said he wanted to put up some big time money to to get a big time quarterback in there I just I just felt like the way Robert Sala talked about the development and the maturity that he was looking for out of Zach Wilson, him talking about uh, Hackett the way that he's talking about Hackett in in the in the press conference sounds as though he's bringing in a, a quarterback's coach. He's bringing in someone who can build a relationship and crack the code with Zach Wilson. That's what I that's what I took from it. Can we touch? Well, I mean, and that and that that might be part of it, right? Part of it's to be developing Zach Wilson. At least that's what they keep saying. Someone explain to me. Let's play out the hypothetical of Aaron Rodgers as a New York Jet. Mm. He currently has two years left on his deal. So if any team trades for him, he's at least getting traded for two years left on his deal. As far as what the money looks like, that's up for negotiation. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers has a no trade clause. He would have to agree to whatever team he's being traded to. But let's say, for example, he gets traded to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson has played two years in the league. He's got two years left on his deal. 
after this upcoming season, because he was a first-round pick, they have to decide on his fifth-year option. Assuming you trade for Aaron Rodgers, he has two years left on his deal. How does this work out where you're developing Zach Wilson? It's the same thing I said about Jordan Love, who's a year ahead of Zach Wilson. Like You're not developing him. You're not seeing what you have in him. You're trying to figure out a way to win. Yeah, that's what and so and, and so you've got Rogers for two years. Meanwhile, how could you ever pick up a fifth year option on a quarterback you saw? And last time you saw, you benched numerous times because he wasn't developed enough, right? <laughs> and so and so then like you're saying, oh, he, he's not done here. It's like, what do you mean? You, you got Rogers here for the next two years. By the time Rogers is done with that portion of his contract, will will be a free agent. Yeah, he's done. So I, I just I, I don't really see the whole logical path to developing Zach Wilson with the Jets and having him there. As I said before, as as much as I didn't see things working out for the Jets this season, I also hated how they handled things for Zach. I wish they would have let him stay in there, fight through the adversity and see if he can build from that. And, and, And if he can't, so be it. But jerking him in and out of the lineup, that doesn't help. So now you find yourself in no man's land and I just I feel like they'd be better off trading him somewhere else, giving him a chance to go compete, go play somewhere else with the two years left on his deal instead of sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. I, I just I don't think that's the best thing for him. And then he becomes a free agent. Then what do you do? Well, I'll say this. It puts Nathaniel Hackett in a position to get back to being a, a head coach if he can be successful with whoever the quarterback is. It, that's it's it's a it's a prime opportunity because of how big the market is, and if they are able to win, it does it does position him to be able to put his name back in that hat eventually. So this could be. I mean, it, there's a lot of incentive value for Hackett to come in and be the guy that salvages a, a top draft pick for for the franchise. I wonder what would be the most advantageous situation for him, though. I mean, clearly it would be if you were able to get Aaron Rodgers in there. That would clearly be what what would be most advantageous. But I just I'm curious as to is is Nathaniel Hackett there as the guy to come in that they think can help Zach Wilson get on track? Not to bring it back up, but I mean, I mean, it, it is kind of odd though to think like Woody Johnson. Johnson and Johnson, the whole COVID vaccine oh, thing. Rogers. Yeah, I'm, I'm immunized. I'm just, I mean, that I, would be pretty I, how funny. Is, how is that going to go down? I just, I don't know. That, you that, know, I just, that, uh, that would be pretty funny. Uh, am I the only one up. that's connecting the dots here that's like, well, listen, this could be a lock. Uh, also, you remember, I was thinking about this and because we brought it up at the time because we thought it was a little bit strange. So when they drafted Zach Wilson, the Jets, and they were just going to roll with him as their starting quarterback. Remember we were having the conversation, it's a little odd they didn't have a veteran backup behind him. Like, because Joe Flacco wasn't there yet. It was a little odd that they were just going to roll into the season and it was just going to be Zach Wilson, and then you had Mike White as the backup, especially because you remember the tragedy with Greg Knapp, uh, who was the quarterback's coach there, who that offseason before Zach Wilson's rookie year passed away in a bike accident. It felt like there was a lot of, of stuff going on there. And they could have used that veteran presence for Zach Wilson. And what did they do? You know, weeks later into the season, like week 10 or something like that, they traded for Joe Flacco. If you actually look at the timeline of this, Brady, 
Robert Sala hasn't handled this whole thing great with Zach Wilson throughout. No. Like, it, like the, if you just go from the start, because I remember we were having the conversation going, like, don't you want somebody there just in case? Or yeah. maybe you start the year. He, he, all Zach Wilson had to show for it was a, a weird schedule and a COVID year. Like, like, wouldn't you want some veteran there to at least start the season and then you transition to Zach Wilson? And that wasn't the plan. So if you go back from the impetus of Zach Wilson's time with the Jets, this thing started off on an odd foot with Robert Sala. It, it's the most important position. And I think, again, LeVar is probably one of the few defensive minds that I know that would be an exception to this. But in the NFL, I think there's a lot of examples of defensive coaches who do not handle the quarterback position well. Thanks, Q. Brian Flores was one. Robert Sala was one. How about this? Bill Belichick was one last year. Like, if, if we're really going to start kind of pulling out the different defensive minds who didn't handle their quarterback situation well, I would put Bill Belichick into that situation with hiring Matt Patricia to then call plays when you're trying to make a pivotal decision on whether or not Mac Jones can play and be the guy. And you're bringing in the guy just because you trust him. He's a first time OC. Now granted they've made up for that mistake in hiring Bill O'Brien, Bob, as they call him in Boston. Yeah. But the reality is there are countless defensive minded head coaches who do not understand how to you know help with that maturation process, grow the quarterback to get the most out of him, especially when you draft him as a rookie. I mean, there's countless examples of it as defensive-minded head coaches, and this is another one. It, it, like Based on some of the things you've laid out, but I think even just this year and how he handled kind of the need to say, we need to win now, I need to put in Mike White, I need to put in Joe Flacco, I need to put in these other guys, instead of saying, look, if you believe in your quarterback, then go let him fight for you. Go let him play through it. You know, see how mentally tough he is. See if he can fight through all this stuff and go play and get better. He's not going to get better sitting on the bench. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So um, Dan Quinn sniffs around the open coaching opportunities in the league, does a couple interviews, and decides, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and stay back in Dallas. Yet again, Dan Quinn returns to the Dallas Cowboys to be their defensive coordinator for another season. Apparently didn't like what he saw in, I don't know, Indianapolis or Denver or you name it. And Dan Quinn is back uh, in, in in the Dallas Cowboys locker room in the Dallas Cowboys coach's office. He's going to be coaching up that defense again, which you got to think is a is a big win for the Cowboys this offseason after they let go of a bunch of assistants. So there it is. Dan Quinn's back. Brady's cousin, Dan Quinn. Back <laughs> this was somewhere related down the line, right? Yeah, probably. Are you guys su- surprised by this? Yes. I th- I just assumed that he, he went through the interviews last year. He decided to come back. All he did was grow his resume and, and increase his stock this year with the way that defense played. And yet he just decides he wants to go back. I, maybe that's more telling of... Whatever the hell he saw from the interviews that like, he was on. It's just but. what's out there. I mean, you got to figure he saw the name tag on the door when he came into Denver's facility. You know, oh, there's Russ's office, you know, stuff like that. I mean, you just got to believe that he's looking at this this opportunity the same way we've been. I mean, same way we're discussing Sean Payton, right? And and to that point, Q, Q talked about it earlier. He's a defense coach. I'm not going to walk into a situation with Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson and and I don't have the support or or the understanding of what what my relationship would be with the GM. I'm not coming into one of those confrontational situations. Just not. You you already have established yourself where you're at. So outside of anything barring anything crazy taking place, he's going to continue to build that equity and and grow his opportunity to get another job the type that he would want to leave and take. I mean, he's taking the interview, so he's already uh, he's uh, he's allowed everyone to know he does want to be a head coach. So it's not that he's staying in Dallas because he, you know, he just would rather be in Dallas. He's staying in Dallas because 
of what you just said, Jonas. There's something that he's seen, and and he felt with the interviews that maybe were the most most attractive jobs to take, and he didn't want to do it. Too big of a risk. I think you have to be selective when it's your second time becoming a head coach. I mean, we, we tend to forget this man took a team to a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. And they and should have won. Unfor- should have won, unfortunately. Blew one of the biggest leads we've ever seen in the Super Bowl. So the biggest. Um, and so we tend to kind of cast that off because of I remember what happened I afterwards. I was not but I look at it and, and I think as any candidate who's been a head coach once, you know how rare it is to get a head coaching opportunity the second time. And so you better pick the right one. You know, you better pick one where you can have a chance for success. The ownership, the general manager, the head coach is in alignment. And you feel good about everything going into it. Because at one point in time, this was a team that had the MVP at quarterback in Atlanta, had won an NFC championship, goes to a Super Bowl. And then once they were hit with adversity, things started to fall apart a bit in Atlanta. And it's frustrating because... That was, uh, I mean, one, they were a really good team. It was fun to watch while he was there. But it's got to be frustrating to watch sometimes, you know, when people, when, when adversity strikes, people start looking for life vests. People start getting out pickaxes. Mm. And they're either looking to save themselves or they're looking to take the ship down. And, and that could be a hard thing to be a part of. So he's wise. He's been there before. He knows, I think, what he's looking for or has a much better idea of what he's looking for this time around. And I just think he's got to be – he knows he's got to be careful about it because he's also not that old. I mean, he can coach for a long time. And, and I would say, look, coaching in Dallas, one part of me thought when I saw this that maybe – and you guys tell me if this is wrong. Jerry didn't pull him aside and say, hey, now, hey, I want, I want you to listen to me. Now, if things don't work out with old well, Mr. Michael McCarthy, he's like, I will – I'll just make you the head coach. So you stay here. We can elevate you into that spot, right? You're my guy. Things don't work out. You're you're our guy here. I mean, they're kind of. I kind of feel like there's like a wink, nod, nod agreement there. Is there not? Yeah, Jerry was saying that out loud, basically this off season, which McCarthy had to answer for and got frustrated with. And then Jerry Jones tried to say, "Well, I don't know why that's even a discussion here. Uh, Mike McCarthy's our head coach, dude. Because you bring up these other names all the time. You were the one talking about Dan Quinn should be a head coach. So if he's saying that out loud, a hundred percent, I believe he's had those conversations with Dan Quinn. Live on Mexico. Doors. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Live from. Lisco. Lose lose Dan Quinn. What does the Dallas Cowboys have? I don't know. Michael Dak. Parsons? Yeah, Dak, Micah. I mean, and players. remember, some of us Cowboys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. I I just They going to Mexico if they lose Dan Quinn right now. <laughs> I want me some glory hope. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, I know, um, I, I know, a lot of people are high on Kellen Moore, but there are. I mean, I don't. I'm, well, you saw the most recent report; they said he might not even be back. Well, and, and well, hey, I mean, I mean, that's by the way, that's an odd one. How could you have a guy who's interviewing for head coaching jobs that yeah, might lose might his really, current job? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they saying the same thing about Bienemy too? That he may not be back in Kansas City because it was. There was some question he was going to even be back last year, and then I think he's done interviews, if I'm not mistaken, this year he's done a couple, and now there's some questions he's going to be back. I I just think 
the, I think this is also pretty damning of Russell Wilson because Dan Quinn. You should be running. Coaches should be clamoring to coach it, Russell Wilson and, by the way, and this Denver Broncos team. Yeah, Dan Quinn was part of that staff that coached Russell Wilson in Seattle. He was the defensive That's coordinator true. when they won that Super that Bowl. That is true. So, so fact, he's familiar yeah, with Russ. The, the fact that he looks at it and goes, nah. hell no. Yeah, even all the, <laughs> all the money they've got. All like, the, let me see what y'all got here. Let me think. Uh, let me see. Uh, that office, Russell, has, no. must be some really big, nice office. What do you it think? must be the nicest one in there. Okay, do you do you think do you think Russell Wilson has a picture of Russell Wilson in Russell Wilson's office? Like multiples. Okay. Yeah, like all over. Him and him and I mean him and the family. You like, have to assume. Like what do you what do you like now what kind of pictures are we talking about? Is it shirtless? No, there's st- I mean maybe some. Okay. Maybe some like, you know, like during the pregnancy. Hey, um, Seattle. We got a deal. Yeah, no yeah. you don't. Mm. Seattle, you got. Yes, they do. Hey, Seattle, you got a high draft pick, is what you got. Mm. That, that's what you got in Seattle. It's time for y'all to go to bed. Mm. <laughs> so, like, the fact that he didn't even want any part of it. Hey, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. Because the, the owners of the Broncos could offer more than anybody else, correct? As far as the teams available, like, they can, they can write a check for any amount to bring whatever coach they want in. So, the fact that, you know, Dan yeah. Quinn looked at that and was like, eh. I don't know. Yeah, you, you have to you have to keep in mind again the, the coaches' salaries are not subject to the salary cap, and so it really comes down to how much money you want to allocate to your coach. How much do you value the job that he does? And that's essentially what you know anyone would have to decide who wants to hire Sean Payton because he's already floated out there twenty twenty five million. Like you know the asking price going into it, and that that's he's another interesting one you got to talk about as far as it's it's looking like a reality he might not. You know, coach, you might just go back into uh, into broadcasting again. Can I ask you this about the Cowboys? If they come back this next season and it's one and done in the playoffs or they get to the same point, divisional round, and they lose again and it looks bad and the optics are bad and the final play is bad, or even if they, for whatever reason, don't make the playoffs, they deal with some injuries, they take a step back, there's always turnover from playoff teams to non-playoff teams. Like we're looking at tearing it down and and going in a different direction, correct? Because I would assume Mike McCarthy's not back. The Dak Prescott conversation is going to get louder and louder. We don't even know if Zeke's going to be back this upcoming season. You're going to have to pay Micah Parsons sooner rather than later. It just it feels like this is it for Dallas as far as this era of Cowboys football. And they may have already gotten as far as they could possibly go when in Dak's rookie year they were hosting that divisional round game and they lost to the Packers in that great game. It just feels like it's all cards in the middle of the table. You're going all in this season. And if it doesn't get done this year, there's going to be massive uh, overhaul and and just changes there with the Dallas Cowboys, not only on the coaching staff, but on the roster as well, too. I I mean, you're already kind of there, right? Your OC might not come back. Your DC is coming back. You moved on from five coaches already. Your O line, whether you want to say they weren't fired, their contracts expired. Okay. That's semantics to a degree. Um, They already have to some degree. I think after next year, it's on Mike McCarthy, but it's also on Dak. You know, I think at that point, then you're really going to get the heat turned on as to if he's going to be there or not. Um, and if they're not going to try to find someone to supplant him, like that's, that's who the pressure is on now. And 
the reality is that's how it always is. It's always the head coach. It's always the quarterback. But in next year, if they can't get further, if they can't do more, that's who all the you know fingers are going to point to. It's, it's going to be about Dak Prescott and what his ceiling is as their quarterback. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. By the way, 
I feel like a little bit of an a-hole for not bringing this up to you guys. It's a football Friday. All right. Yeah. 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 Football Friday. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Football. Yeah. I'm telling Friday. you, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Friday night is a Friday. Friday. Come on. Yeah. Football yeah. yeah. Friday. Birdo. 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 Yeah. 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 It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. It is a football Friday. Uh, We've got the conference championship games that are taking place uh, this weekend. By the way, last call. We're going to make our picks against the spread coming up uh, later on this hour. So we're going to give one last statement on these games and let it ride into the weekend. Let it rip. (laughs) By the way, did you see Christian McCaffrey said there's a 0% chance he misses this game? I know, Brady, you were concerned about him missing this game. Uh, with that calf issue, uh, but he says there's a zero percent chance. He's got it rubbed out. Real, well, real it well. wasn't yeah. someone's notes yesterday. They were uh, bloviating about how oh, that's going to really mean Philly just runs away. The more I see this, the more I like Philly in this Great one. Point. That was someone saying that. Great point. Yeah. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I actually feel the same way. I don't know who you were talking about, but I feel the same way also. I think Philly's going to roll. Mm-hmm. That's why. And, and they might. Like, I go back to what we said yesterday. <laughs> was it seventeen? <laughs> Pro Bowlers or Pro Bowl Arthurites? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, are we being serious? Is that the most for one team? Um, I th- It's got to be because Indianapolis had what last year? Seven or eight. But I think, I don't think they had that many alternates, but they had seven or eight because that was the big discussion that like Jonathan Taylor and those guys were sitting at the Pro like, Bowl. Why are we here right yeah. now? <laughs> what, what happened? It was like, well, Carson Wentz, you know, uh, you guys melted down in the clown. Yeah, but, game. but but the funny thing about it is, and Lee counted this up yesterday, so I'm sure Lee knows off the top of his head. What do we count? Like 12 as far as for San Francisco, they're, they're Pro Bowlers and Pro Bowl alternates? I think 13, six plus. Oh, I, think 13, they had, yeah. I think they had seven alternates. So think about that. <laughs> You've got like possibly 30 players who are either Pro Bowl starters or alternates on these two teams. It's a lot. What's the most Dude. number of Pro Bowlers starters in, in one year? Oh, and one uh, Yeah, like what would you guess? What would you think it is? Because this it has got to be in like the conversation. Tampa when they won the Super Bowl, maybe? You think a couple years ago? No, no the, the the first one. Oh, the Derek with Brooks. With like Derek Brooks and Simeon Rice and Warren Sapp. Like, you know, I'm going to stop Don doing Lynch that. And, you know, it's disrespectful. Every time we say that Tampa Bay Bucks team – like we never say the Brad Johnson team. We always just say, "Oh, the Derek Brooks team." I'm gonna stop doing that. You mean the Brad Johnson box? Is that what you mean? Those guys? Man, uh, I'm not gonna go for your bait. What do you mean? I'm not a hook and reel type of dude. What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you talking no, I'm about? I'm not gonna go for your bait. Just say, like, throw some respect on Brad Johnson's name. Yeah, that's so, my teammate. So we talk about the Ravens. That was my quarterback. 2013, and the way they treated him, the Joe was really Ravens. Yeah. It's the Joe Flacco Ravens. <laughs> they put Jeff um, George in over top of my quarterback. So I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, the money is starting to move on Philadelphia. I'm even seeing it at three in some places. The betting line, the Eagles are up to a minus three. But no rookie quarterback has ever won a conference championship game. There's been five that have been there. And no rookie quarterback has ever won a conference title game. So Brock Purdy. And the, and, the, and the money's moving on who? On Philadelphia. No, oh, it is. Yep. You mean the you mean the percentage of bets, not actually the sharp money. No, the money. About seventy percent 
of the bets that are placed are on Philly. So you know how this works, right? For, for people out there who don't understand how this works, is line movements based off the amount of money coming in, not the amount of bets placed. So think about it this way. If you've got a line that currently, hypothetically speaking, sits at two and a half, and let's just say it happens to be the Philadelphia Eagles laid two and a half versus the San Francisco 49ers. If 70% of those bets are coming in on Philly, roughly, approximately, that means there's 30% on the other side. Well, that 30% then obviously are placing higher bets or, or more money on the line, even though it's only equating to 30% to get it to stay at that number. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that's where the sharp money's at. Yeah, so uh, minus 115 in some places for Philadelphia at the minus two and a half. So it feels like we're on the move here to three. That's what it feels like to me. All right, and wherever the money's coming from, the money on the other side on San Francisco is the wrong place to be because Philadelphia is going to win this game. Wow. And history says so. History and, and the, says and so. And the fact that you're not being a little bit more supportive of your guy, Nick Sirianni, I think is a disgrace to your newfound Italian heritage. I think it's an absolute <laughs> disgrace. Wow. No, that, look, they very well could win this game. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I think if you look at who's been the hottest team, who's been playing great lately, it's been San Francisco. Uh, Philly has too, but they kind of went through that lull period with, with Minshew in there and, uh, we'll see. We'll see how things go. San I think Fran's the, defense is dominant, man. They're yeah. so it is, freaking and, dominant. And, and I think we might be overlooking, like, the Giants were a great story this year. That was not as tough as an opponent <laughs> as I think some realize. It, it's almost how we looked at Dallas beating Tampa. We're like, here comes the Dallas. They're going to beat San Francisco. And you're like, that's a pretty yeah, good but, point. Are they? But, 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 to, but I will say this. Dallas was nowhere near as dominant yeah, a team Philly. this season as Philly has been. I so agree that, with that's that. where yeah. I would say that that, that yeah. falls off the rails. But but let's be clear here. The offense of San Fran was not there. And that's what to me the biggest concern is they may need more points this week. That defense may very well show that I'm, they're going to travel. That defense is going to travel. But they still may need some more points than 19. They may need more than that. Yeah, I think they're averaging like 30, 30 a game. Yeah, sure. that's, they may need more than that. What, so. do you, what do you guys think is the best matchup in the Super Bowl that would, that would mean the best game? I, I, honest, I, for me, <sighs> so I, many storylines. I, I just think all, they all work. I don't think there's a loss in this. I really don't. If San Fran or Philly goes to the Super Bowl, that's not a loss. If if Kansas City or Cincinnati goes to the Super Bowl, it's not a loss. There's not a there's not a lost team in the running right now. I think that that's what makes this weekend so. It is such an amazing weekend slate of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it's good like that. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, run it back. It sounded like a run back. Yeah, (laughs) there is not a loser. Of a game or of a team to go into, from my perspective, I think all of them, it's like, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a letdown. God darn, San Fran made it in. Or, oh my gosh, can you believe that Kansas City and Pat Mahomes made it in? Like, name one name one other than Brock Purdy where you're like, can you believe that, that Jalen Hurts made it into the Super Bowl? No, I'm okay with that. Check off the box. Can you believe that Joe Burrow made it into the Super Bowl? I'm okay with that. Check off the box. Can you believe that Patrick Mahomes made it into to the Super Bowl? Check off the box. I'm okay with that. 
And, and for real, for real, a rookie? Mr. Irrelevant making it into the Super Bowl? I'm all right with that because we haven't seen it. So I think it's a win for everybody. I think it's a win. Yeah. yeah it's well, think, gonna... about the, think about the storylines. Like, Jonas, you said it the other day. You got the Andy Reid Bowl. Andy Reid yeah. Bowl. You got the Andy Reid Bowl there. If, you, if, if you're a true, like, diehard football fan and you're at our probably age, you remember those yes. you know, Bengals, 49ers. Like, you remember those matchups. The, the, Heart, yeah. Heartbreaker. The John Heartbreaker. There's John Candy yeah. right yeah. there eating That's popcorn. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The icky shuffle. You know, if you if you don't get that, let's say you get a combination of, you know, Cincinnati versus Philly or, or however it ends up working out. I, I just I still look at it, I think there's there's gonna be some big storylines either way. Like there's gonna be like these matchups you can't go wrong. So I, I said it before at the beginning of the week. You have the two best teams in each conference as far as looking at the entire season, the entire body of work. And you have the two hottest teams in the NFL. The teams with the longest winning streaks coming into the playoffs, and now they're in the conference championship games. And I know that look, Cincinnati was the three seed. I, I think as we've seen, they were better than Buffalo. So I, I, I look, mean, they dominated yeah, Buffalo. I, I I do think this is the one and two, the de facto one and two seeds from each conference in the conference title games, which is going to be fantastic. And that that Bengals Chiefs game. With all the trash being talked, and in my mind, Burrow and, Mah- and Mahomes are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Correct? Like, I- I'll yeah. take Burrow yes. over Josh yes. Allen. Yeah. So you're getting the two best quarterbacks in the NFL playing it out on Sunday, and and you made the point, Brady uh, Manning Brady Part Two. Maybe we get that again uh, for the next several years, and we're getting it for a second year in a row. I mean, if you're the NFL, I know maybe you'd like some more star uh, hey, power. Don't, don't undersell Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts. Maybe you're getting a, a Manning Brady on that side of it. <laughs> They're young, and Brock Purdy could turn out to be one of those talents that he's that one diamond in the rough, like a Tom Brady. And granted, Jalen Hurts wasn't a top draft pick. What? Where did he go? What number? Second round. Second yeah, round. Right. The second round. Yeah. So I'm saying, man, like, and they're both there. I mean, I just think it's to- if Brock Purdy makes it to the Super. I mean, I mean. Let, let me ask you guys this. I feel like he should have already solidified being the starting quarterback for this team by being in the championship round. Now, Greg, he wasn't dominant. He wasn't dominant in, in the last game, but he did what he was supposed to do. Some quarterbacks would have lost that game trying to do like, – well, well, think about it. Dak Prescott. Oh, Dak, come on. Dak Prescott. If, 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 listen. He just broke up with his girlfriend, too. That's enough. Did he really? Yeah, I'm sorry, Dak. I'm sorry. But what was the differential in that game? Six, seven points? Seven points. Okay, seven, seven points. Thank God it was more than four. And and we said that three points each for both turnovers, right? It was six a total of six points. A total of six points on the turnovers and a missed extra point. Yeah. There's your difference in the game. Yep. So I'm just saying, even though Brock Purdy didn't have this amazing, like, blow-you-away game, he had more yards throwing than than Dak Prescott, who is paid as and considered to be a franchise quarterback. A lot of people debate the whole idea of how good Dak Prescott is on the he's a franchise good quarterback. So Brock Purdy outdueled him. He outdueled him uh, uh, stat-wise, and they won the game. So he played his part. Some would say... That's more valuable than a dude that goes out there like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady and goes out there and wins the game. Just saying. 
Because he's not making mistakes. He might be the starter. He might be like a future star. He might be a star of this league. And Jalen Hurts might not be. It's two years in a row now for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's hard to predict with Purdy because every quarterback that plays that system has a great year. I mean, it's 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 fair, but there's there's not many systems that have that much talent around the position and the sort of play caller that just has a. I mean, a track record from Houston and Washington and Atlanta and San Francisco, like even Brian Hoyer, I think his best year was in Cleveland when he was there for a year. Josh Gordon's best year, Cleveland that year, like. You start coming through and you go, man, this dude knows how to get production and knows how to get the best out of his players. That's why I've always been a fan of his, man. The that stuff dude he does, played, he played RG3 100% differently than the way he played Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. In the same exact flipping season. I watched it with my own two eyes. Close. He's a genius, man. So, so Two different thing, ways. I, I think the more interesting storyline is going to be is if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, like, do you even contemplate that? Or do you oh, say we're riding the hot hand? Because the reality is we've seen Jimmy G get to a Super Bowl. We've seen yep. him before. So and, you you know you've got that experience factor. And it's not like the teammates don't love Garoppolo. Like, they love that guy. I'm sorry. And so, pies on passion. Yeah, ain't no the way. Pies on passion. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. If you get there with him, you got to stick. Ain't no way. What if I kind of get that sense? Too. What if they get there despite him? He throws a couple of picks. He has a bad game, but but that defense balls out, and San Francisco goes to the Super Bowl. I mean, it may be I up just, for debate. It's it's a risk in general, though. Think about the rust. I mean, think about you. You want Garoppolo to come in in the first game back he gets coming it's off injury. Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. Like that's a that's such a big risk. I almost think you have to go with Purdy. And if he struggles, then you just look at Jimmy and go, hey, man, you got nothing to lose. <laughs> we talked right, you know, about go out how, there and play. We've talked about how Zach Wilson has been derailed by the way they <laughs> <laughs> They should have just kept him in there and let him earn his yeah. – Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> hey, Brock, thanks for getting us to the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll take it from here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks for the ride. Here's the difference. Zach Wilson was drafted number two truth, overall. True. That's part of the plan. Truth. Mr. Irrelevant, he was the third option this year. They've already gone through two other quarterbacks. Um, So let me ask you guys this before we get to break. Who's got the right to claim Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow? All right, because Joe Burrow started at Ohio State and then he went to LSU. Can Ohio State claim him and can Alabama claim Jalen Hurts even though he finished his career at Oklahoma? It's always the last school that played that. I I personally don't feel like Ohio State nor Alabama can claim it. That's why I think the transfer portal is a bunch of crap. Crap! So the last school can be the only one to claim them. I mean, it can't be the only one to claim them, but it's the only one that's valid. It's the only one that's legit because you're basically like, this isn't working for us. So we have to break up. I mean, do you claim your your ex girlfriend? Do you claim them? You claim your exes? Depends on who's oh, listening. Wow. No, nah, you don't claim it. Uh, depends. <laughs> don't claim it. depends. I don't oh, claim. Man. I don't claim not a one. No. My ex, hell no. If you an ex, you an ex. Yeah. I can't claim you. We could be cool, but we. I can't. Like, how am I claiming? And are they claiming you? And why would they claim you? Your sticks. You're weird. You're a hall of famer. Claim me, and you're weird. 
what's that country song? It's like all my exes live in Texas yep. or something like that. Damn right, they and do. So do I. Yeah. At the same old house as I. Oh, Is that how it goes? Oh, no, that's how I heard it in my head. Though. All mine live oh. in Tijuana. It's oh, a different. Oh, uh, and they cost it a nice little. <laughs> no, that's beat. not a lie. Um, and there wasn't very many pesos that I had to pay. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is correct, Berto. And I was at Hong Kong. <laughs> that is correct. 20 bucks is that goes what it's a called? long way. Is that what no. that place is called? Is that what it's called? No, it's called Adelitas. Oh. 20 bucks will uh, get you a bucket of beer and an inch. I thought it was called Hong Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong. Um, Which I never understood that. Why would Hong Kong be in Tijuana? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never been, but people said it's legit. Uh, you'll know why if you ever go. Is. That's what I heard. Uh, I back when the Chargers used to play in uh, San Diego, it used to be a lot of Raider fans in there. Yeah, ask Barrett uh, Robbins. That's where he watched the Super Bowl at. He got caught up. <laughs> like, they said he's still there. <laughs> he may as well be. <laughs> Why not? Um, he did the Thailand dip. Just never came back. <laughs> I ain't never coming back. Traded the elephant for a donkey. Huh. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.